Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You know, can never get enough Christmas music this time of year and can never get tired of listening to Rudolph and all the rest. And I have to say, I am so delighted to be starting off the second hour of the show this morning playing something kind of Christmassy to welcome in all my Christmas guests <laughs> chatting here in Studio Live. So John McCarthy and Declan Wolf in chatting about the Improv Panto, Angela Newman in chatting about the Adult Panto, Jerry Kelly in chatting about the Lord Mayor's Tea Dance, which is technically January, but also qualifies as a Christmas gift. And I swear to God, I don't know how any of you are after getting up this morning uh, because I know like Declan, John and Angela, you were all on stage very late. Yeah. Last night. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So how sense. are the heads? Grand. Exhilarated girl. Yeah. <laughs> our voice is not so much, but our, our heads beautiful are fine. this morning. Mm, it's wonderful to meet young people. <laughs> I'm an old person. I was struggling. It's wonderful and, to and be called a young person. <laughs> they bounced up the stairs. Uh, listen, I have to. I'm going to start off first with Declan and with John chatting about the improv panto because we've chatted, I guess, to different members of the team from time to time about improv and the whole notion of people arriving into the theatre and the cast not having a single thing rehearsed because it's all made up there and then on the spot. The Improv Panto has a special energy of its own though, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Oh, yes, it does. It it certainly does, yeah. Um, I mean, we we did three rehearsals because I um, knew this year and didn't know what the format was. I mean, the format that there is is very bare bones, but just to see how the other four function and how song is so much a part of it um, I mean I said the other four Dylan Hall is there as well Dylan Howe and he um, there's, 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 so there's six of us and every night there's like seven or eight brand new songs thrown in um, that to me was the big surprise um, because I, you know I know, the, I know the stories I know how funny and um, compelling everybody is but to, to also just um, at the drop of a hat break into song uh, that's been really really one of the most enjoyable things it's for me It's part I guess of being a stage school you know person at heart isn't it that you know people always joke about musicals who really goes out breaking into song in real life well we do <laughs> yep. that's basically it you know life life can be a song if you if you just sing um but i mean declan in fairness i didn't actually i suppose really think of you as being make up a song on the spot kind of guy 
Oh, you'd probably be right there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that kid that hangs back, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> no, it is. I love the chaotic mess that is the improv panto because it is just a big bundle of chaotic love and joy for me on stage, I hope for John too, and then for the audience, the relationship between the two, I think is really special and there's been a lovely momentum, I think, this year, a feeling of things really moving and the audience being behind it so much. It's just, I think it's such a treat, selfishly more for me than anything, Mm. because I get such a kick out of how the audience respond, that you have a thousand voices shouting back at you, reliving their childhood in the most bonkers way possible, because you have, you know, the beautiful tradition of panto being twisted in the most awful way possible. But everyone is just so joyous about it. And then you have the ridiculous of bursting into song. There is all of that. But there is like such skill and bravery and courage and wild abandon needed, if you like, for improv. You know, mm. to to go on stage and yes, you say, you know, if the audience tell us like tonight we're doing Cinderella. Oh, no. Um, but we're, you know, tomorrow night we're doing Beauty and the Beast. Tomorrow night we're doing Sleeping Beauty. The day after that we're doing, you know... Everyone knows the kind of skeleton of what will happen in those pantos and you have to be sort of semi-faithful to the skeleton but but you can take it in any direction you want and, and doing that can fall flat on its face if people aren't, you know, prepared to really embrace improv as it's meant to be. Yeah, like the, the surprise for me, um, actually, Anne-Marie, is that I don't really know the story. So they, they say, <laughs> so Laura... You're the one with the curveballs <laughs> yeah, in there then. Laura O'Mahony is on stage. They tell us what it's going to be and the four of us are in the wings and I'm like, what, what, who is Lumiere? Uh, because I've just, you know, been cast as Lumiere. So, and actually what is really charming about it, it to me is that it, it is done in earnest. So, um, as Declan said, there's twists and there's there's stuff you don't expect, of course, but the, the faithfulness to the, generally speaking, the thing that happen in the story, mm. the broad strokes will happen and then the detail is all new and the detail is all different and often the people who are meant to end up together do not but I love that we're not um, we're going on and we, we really want it to work we really want people to fall in love and we really want the evil person to be evil and and that generally is kind of how it, how it sets out And the audience sense of glee though as well where you know, they try and challenge you and they want it to go off in uh, crazy directions and they literally want to they're incredibly See, vocal. Yeah. I mean, they yeah. don't hold back. If you make a choice that they don't like, they'll let you know through boos and hisses. <laughs> and then equally, when you're doing what they hope you're going to do, they will cheer along. And that's where I think the magic of the performance comes from. Because I know last night in particular, Dom tried to make a, a less violent ending and the owner was like, no way, we want to fight. We want to see blood and guts and violence right here. This is what we paid for. <laughs> because let's face it, it is a late night audience. You know, the panto comes down on the stage of the opera house and uh, all of the families leave after having, you know, had a lovely night out and making memories of a lifetime. And then you guys take over. Uh, so it is yeah. a late night audience and you know they're they've they've come in maybe a little bit well oiled <laughs> yeah a little bit <laughs> are you being kind <laughs> it's an intense experience i always say when people ask you know oh is it suitable for children and i'm like yeah it is but then the audience members they are not okay they are out for mm. an adult night out and i think yeah. that's that's the big uh, changeover that it tends to be yeah quite a, a joyous affair but it's chaotically mm. um, fueled by lots of Coca-Cola is what I always say. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. But because there are no children there it's funny I've noticed that, that the, the a lot of the adult, adults become like the children. That's it. They, yeah. they, That's they exactly want it. to say he's behind you or she's behind you. They want to say oh no you don't uh, whatever, whatever the panto things are and that, that to me is, has been a wonderful surprise as well. It's, uh, it's Sorry, a very... John. Whatever the panto yeah, things I mean, are. I, I've, I've, done a, I've been doing a lot of, uh, of catch-up. theatre. <laughs> 
loveliest theatre, as Declan would say. <laughs> but it's nice because it's it's how Laura Hart puts the team together. I think. Yeah. In that each of us has a different role to provide. Mm. I always say Dom is the glue and keeps us together. He's like the the head teacher that stops us being too chaotic. Dom. Yeah. John, then I think you're just the most clever wordsmith and it's evident you love the singing. And I think my job is just to keep the storyline on track because I'm so familiar with Panto. It's in my bones That's coming up teacher, from all the you know, original. That's the teacher, you know, coming out. Pantos, yeah. That's the teacher, the mentor. <laughs> <laughs> back on track, back on track. Yeah, a The lawyers love the chaos of like, I just play a random character now for the next hour and a half. And then you're like, yeah, but at the end, of it, we've got to get to the end. There has to be an ending. There has to be a kiss and a wedding. <laughs> I love it. I mean, like in fairness, Angela, you with the adult panto again are also getting the adult audience in who are coming for less of a, oh, he's behind you, as a, ho, ho, he's behind you. One hundred percent. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Bear in mind it's Sunday morning now. We can talk about the adult panto. But like this is a, a tradition, like and you were saying, mm-hmm. like you have people who have come for a peep business because they just can't get enough yeah. of the naughtiness of it. Yep. And half the time the script isn't the naughty, but it's their their minds are way worse than what anything we say on the stage. Um, people get out of that! I see. All right, Jack. But yeah, no, it's it's fantastic. And we have people that we, that have been coming to the show for fifteen years. You know, this is our our fifteenth year. There's they've been coming every single year. They can quote things that we said ten years ago that I don't remember, and I played the part. You know, so it's fantastic. And we have. People who started coming like as a couple and then they started bringing friends and then they started bringing their parents and, you know, so a group that would have been two people 10 years ago is now 25 people in a group and it's become their annual tradition, you know, and there was a lady the other night who came to the show and she said, oh my God, I can't believe you released the tickets on Halloween. I was frantic trying to get tickets, pressing refresh while trick-or-treating with my children. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I had to promise that it would be the 1st of November next year. So not to give any parents a heart attack. So it's it's wonderful. Yeah, uh, but you've gone to like above and beyond when it came. I remember e-streaming it during COVID and yeah. everything like that, which was unbelievable. Uh, you know, I and mean, like, people do have like a dedicated dedicated fandom for the adult panto and uh, and again mm-hmm. another night that people just want to run riot yeah yeah, yeah. and but uh, yeah run riot in one way <laughs> With laughter and whoops. Because um, <laughs> you're very much scripted. We are very much scripted, yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we work really hard on the script and to create a new story that hasn't really been told before. Uh, and like the improv panto, it's never really, you never really end up with the people you're supposed to end up with. Um, and we've changed all the characters' names. Like this year, obviously, I'm Sleeping Beauty and Sleeping Beauty's name in the Disney version is Aurora, but because I'm from Cork, it's Tanola. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, and I have red hair too, so it goes very well with the with the script. So it's Tanora, um, and we've changed a lot of the names, yeah. none of which I can say on air, apart from Tanora. Yeah. Um, but they're all quite uh, corny. Go to the show and find out. <laughs> yes, yes, else come to the called. show. Yeah, exactly. And I suppose th- speaking of coming to the show, we'll get that in fairly early. That's mm. the whole point. Is um, you know, if we had Haji in maybe four weeks ago or three weeks ago, we could have said, "Yeah, this ticket's available." It's literally like two here, three there. Are there yeah. some like, still sold out? So there, there mm. really are hardly any left now for the last. Yeah, so I think we've got a handful for the adult panto tonight. Some maybe, maybe two or three on Tuesday, and then you're looking at January before this ticket's available. Really? Oh, you're running back into January. We are till the thirteenth of January. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. The seven week run. Seven weeks. <laughs> yeah. 
that. Tur- 33 performances, you know, just, we had to round it up to 33 because we're yeah. from Cork, you know, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of like a slightly hysterical laugh there, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we're not even at the halfway point. <laughs> That's next Wednesday at the interval, not that I'm counting or anything. Whereas yeah. the uh, the Dossers and the Improv? Yeah. Easy Street! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think we're over. Yeah, we went went over halfway last night, so we've three performances left. And I, I mean, I, I know that um, Friday's totally gone, but I think there's a few left on Thursday and Saturday. Am I right, Declan? Yeah, yeah. Come just along, join a the handful fun. left. Connor and myself are coming now for the closing night on Saturday. Can't wait. Uh, we decided if there was going to be a party, that's the night we wanted to be there for it. So <laughs> definitely, definitely going to be there for that. Uh, so and tickets for that are on the Opera House website. And for the adult panto, Angela, it's pantotickets.org. Oh yes, because I remember mm-hmm. you introducing that into uh, the, the lexicon last year and I've completely forgotten it. Pantotickets.org, yeah. we'll check that yeah. out. Jerry, as a musician, you see, um, and the whiplash that Declan just had there as he whipped his head around to you, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have to say, like, you know, I suppose I associate you particularly with the world of classical music and rehearsals and, you know, chamber music and ensembles and everything like that. Uh, but jazz and improv and just winging it, is that anywhere in your lexicon? Um, I pretend it's not because I rehearse everything (laughs) (laughs) and I do my practice because Santa might be listening (laughs) and there's there's some bold people in the studio I think this morning and I'm going to be the good boy for once. So not nice, your character. Nice. It's so not You'll your character. You get more stuff. They're busy writing less letters to Santa about me, which <laughs> I think should you should kind of have a look at them first and kind of cross out <laughs> okay. some bits and pieces. I definitely but will. I do have some tickets for sale okay. for the Lord Mayor's Tea Dance at the end of January. I know this is after Christmas, but this is a superb Christmas present. For one tenor, right, you can bring the person dancing. They get high tea. Dino Cregan's entire family turn up and feed six or seven hundred people. They do, actually. And it's like yeah, the Hayfield Manor with cakes, biscuits, cup of tea, and they wheel it round to you on a trolley if you don't feel like getting up. Ooh, you know what I mean? See, you wouldn't get that at home. People no. actually freak. I mean, like, and Strictly Come Dancing, uh, I didn't see it, but apparently it finished last night, a big finale. I was, I was watching it. It was absolutely uh, stunning, the standard of it. It was amazing. But you have an opportunity in City Hall to try out all these moves. So you now have until the 28th of January to perfect the moves, which means you can eat as much turkey Drink as much as you like over Christmas because you're going to lose all Work the weight. Work it off in City Work Hall. Work it off in City Hall. And remember, <laughs> City Hall have spent a small fortune re-springing the floor. Really? It was, oh. yeah, it was done during the COVID. And the floor is absolutely amazing. So you just bounce around on it. It's like being on a mini trampoline, mm. which means you don't get tired. Yeah, I know there's definitely something that's always been said about City Hall that it's a great floor for dancing on, but I didn't actually realise it was reconditioned and stuff like that. Yeah, COVID, and it's, one of, it's, it's one of the last... One of the few chances uh, that there would have been actually to do something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, but it's one of the last proper dance floors left in the country. Wow. Like all the big mm. ballrooms, they all had sprung floors because yeah. the promoters knew that if you had a good sprung floor... People would travel. And remember Albert Reynolds? He ended up Taoiseach because he had a whole load of ballrooms and he made a lot of people very happy dancing around on those ballroom floors. So you could dance with your beloved for two or three hours 
without getting tired or without your hips or knees giving up. But I suppose one of the things like, it's hard to imagine for anybody who hasn't been at the tea dance and I interviewed you for a good few years about the tea dance before I actually went to City Hall on the day to see it myself one year. And I could not get over it. You know, I mean, we can talk about it and go, isn't that lovely? And the orchestra is playing and everyone's dancing. It's phenomenal. It's yeah. absolutely the, phenomenal. The key to it is to be is the intergenerational aspect of it. Yes, for because sure. Because people think, oh, that's Jerry's tea dance for old people. <laughs> <laughs> but what what is uh, what is happening now is that younger people, we've got TY students, transition year students, and younger students bringing their grandparents. And then you have other people who just like ballroom dancing uh, coming along. And the other thing which is great, so the number of parents have copped on, you can bring your smaller ch- child who wants to kind of maybe hear an orchestra, but you're afraid to bring them in case they might make some noise during the classical music. And they can come, they can dance, they can mooch around, they can do what they like and just have absolute fun. Like the Cork Youth Orchestra did five sellout concerts yeah. last week with the snowman and that. And I met a couple of people and they said to me, they were quite anxious about bringing their three-year-old or four-year-old to the concert in case they'd make some noise. You know, people have this perception sometimes of City Hall and going to certain events, unless you're absolutely correct, um, <laughs> you're in the wrong place. But they were just overwhelmed by the, the small child's reaction. So it's I'd say it to parents and to people who are afraid of maybe dancing or something like that. Why don't you just come along? Pretend you're just going for the cup of tea and the bit of cake. Well, you see, there is the cup of tea and the bit of cake. But my uh, memory of the time that I... And I haven't been there, obviously, in the last couple of years. But my memory of the time that I was there was you had uh, smallies who were dancing on the feet of their... Uh, parents and their grandparents, you know, when you have a little toddler and they stand oh, up in your so toes cute. and they're dancing around, they mm. were there. You had, yes, the grandparents' generation, my parents, I suppose, who would have had the this experience of going around the country following the show bands and dancing in the dance halls and who were the, the last generation really who grew up where their version of socialising was, you know, foxtrotting and quick-stepping and uh, mm-hmm. that's how they met and fell in love and did everything. Um, to a whole batch of people for whom Strictly Come Dancing has kicked off a whole series of ballroom mm. dancing, Latin dancing and everything like that and they were there as well as professional dancers who came out on the floor and did demonstrations for everybody as well as something called the slosh which I had never heard of in my life <laughs> and Declan is here, eyebrows gone to heaven Angela do you know what the slosh is? Yeah Okay, I yeah, never... Yeah, it's not what you do on a Saturday night. No. Uh, <laughs> <on> the <slot>. <laughs> <laughs> With an ED at the end of it. I've never heard of this thing. And the next thing is, the floor cleared and everyone came out and stood in rows and it was this just phenomenal day. Everyone doing a particular step that everybody knew and it was sort of not quite line dancing. It was very... But it's 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 quite similar to line dancing. Yeah. And if anybody mm. wants to see it, just Google it. <laughs> just Google Cork Pops Orchestra like the original dance. Macarena yeah, but, but like that yeah. then yeah. you know you had people who had been doing or knew the slosh for 40-50 years and then people like me who were out you know trying to copy them and there was a whole like you've talked about the intergenerational aspect of it there were families there there were strangers dancing with other people there there was people who got in out of curiosity uh, suddenly going gee because this is great here comes the cakes and the tea and you know the orchestra was up on stage yeah. playing away and we have Keith Handley back yes this year so Keith's Hanley. Re- Hanley he's now called Hanley yes. exactly because he's releasing a new album now at Christmas so he's got a whole load of new material and Keith is good crack 
Like mm-hmm. we did all the school's concerts again with him this year and he was just he's way into it as the fella said so it's worth it just to come along and hear Keith if you're not ah, you know like if you want to sit in the balcony and rattle your jewellery <laughs> while your tea is being yeah. served <laughs> but a great voice and just a lovely oh, lovely yeah. guy lovely you know yeah. you really want to see things take off for him like he deserves yeah, to yeah no have he's them got a big off. future in front of him like, so thrilled he's done it all like, I mean he's done all the pantos and uh, um, he's working in a stage school now and now he's working on his own new material so it'll be very interesting to see what happens. Mm. Okay, you have somehow managed to keep the price for the tea dance still at just €10, Euro, uh, Jerry. I don't actually know in this day and age, you know, because I know that all of your running costs and everything like that are still going on um, uh, on the up like everything else. So to keep it like that is kind of fairly yeah, phenomenal. Yeah, we've been be very fair. lucky with various people sponsoring us, you know, fair coming juice. up with, you know, we've got silent sponsors, as I'd call them. Uh, just to keep the whole thing uh, going. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, no, it's Isn't it's stunning. Isn't Cork just brilliant for that? It, it, it is I know, stunning. I know because we'll have a we'll have a raffle for a charity on the on the day itself, which raises you know raises a couple of thousand. And um, again, people are uh, people are very spirited. Like mm. I mean, it's it, it really is stunning. You can't take it for granted. Like for us, the fact that Dino Cregan and his entire family come and work and serve the seven hundred people, it's. It, you know, there's a huge amount of work involved in, you know, just the logistics of that alone. Um, it's uh, it's quite touching, you know. Okay. And obviously, we've all, we've all become great friends. The people involved, a lifetime of friendship for yeah, some, yeah, uh, yeah. for sure. Yeah. And and I know, like people who have come along, you know, maybe having been to one or two classes. You know, sometimes people ahead of getting married, everyone learns how to do the first dance, or maybe there's a little bit more choreography happening with stuff now. But those kind of chances to dance are fewer. And further between, really, you know, we don't yeah. get to really dance yeah. normally and I've anymore. People learn, you know, they see other people like, say, what I call semi-pro dancers there. But you can see the actual dancing improving as the afternoon goes on. Yeah. People <laughs> kind of pick it up by osmosis. And people kind of lose their inhibitions and as well. Everyone's very shy I've another start, bit of you know? news. The Lord Mayor is very keen to dance with as many people as possible. <laughs> now, if you want to guarantee, <laughs> if you want to guarantee a dance with the Lord Mayor, why don't you just write to him in City Hall? <laughs> Councillor Kieran McCarthy, the Right Honourable, the Lord Mayor of Cork, I appeal. May we may we have a dance? He'll be there so dancing. He, he will as well. be there. Be yeah, he's a great supporter because <laughs> uh, he, he he has come as a councillor as well, and he takes great photographs of the event. Now, so what's going to happen is for the coming week, if people get their tickets inside in Pro Music, they'll obviously be able to give them as uh, Christmas yeah. presents, and people can decide also to pick them up now and have them ahead of. It's always the last. Sunday, Sunday of January. Yeah, the day it? before your Christmas Visa card bill comes in. Ah. So you need some sort <laughs> if you buy it now you can afford it. <laughs> okay, we'll remind people of that. We're going to carry on chatting about Christmas and all things panto. Uh, again, just we're going to take a quick break. Back after these. Quartz 96 FM and C103. The Arts House with Griffin's Potatoes. For fantastic quality and great taste guaranteed, choose Griffin's Potatoes, Perpinks and Roosters. Now, I'm not playing specifically a Christmas hit with this one, but I guess, you know, we are into the last week before Christmas. Shopping for the next week is going to be particularly bananas. And I'm playing this particular one for all of the retail and hospitality staff who are going to be put to the pin of their collar for the next seven days. This is for all of you.
Let's check out the dance stores, girl. She's the one who rules my world. I'm gonna walk down the aisle with the dance stores, girl. I'm gonna waltz down the aisle with the dance stores, girl. She rules my world. I'm gonna walk down the aisle with the dance stores, girl. In your dreams, that's her brother. He's a skinhead and he wants me dead. In my dreams, is right or sad. I'm gonna run down the aisle with the dance stores, girl. She rules my world. Na 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 She's looking fine And she doesn't have all day And you have to wait in line I would wait in line Till kingdom come For salvation In her smile And I love to stop that clock Looking down on her all the time Like a jumped up little manager In a suit that doesn't rhyme And you never patronize her Only always idolize her The dance store's girl Never get tired of that song. In fact, John Spillane, we're huge fans of him and I can't believe his annual Christmas concert is on tonight in the Everman. I was just checking ticket availability there. There's probably around eight seats left. But from what I see in the uh, screen of this, the stalls and stuff, there's a fair share of those are in little twos. So if you haven't anything on tonight and you want to go and have John's plan and a host of special guests who always come in and join him in the Everyman, uh, well then make sure you get it done, I suppose, within the next hour because they will be gone uh, definitely by tonight. Another sold out night and delighted for him. Uh, if you have nothing planned for this afternoon, a message that just came in on the WhatsApp, want to say hi to whoever sent it in. There's a Christmas fair in aid of the Edward Shower. Fowler Foundation, which 
is not one that I've heard of before, um, but it's on in Bishopstone Community School today between 1 and 4 o'clock. They're going to have a Christmas market, lots of festive music. Santa will be there. They'll be doing balloon animals and face painting and all the usual things that make a, a day lots of fun. Family tickets at the door would be €20 Euro and €5 Euro for adults on their own, all between 1 and 4 today. So the best of luck with them to that in Bishopstown Community School. And uh, in fact, I know... Before we finish the show, I must hand over to Connor because I know there's one or two other really fantastic concerts as well happening. But you know, um, we are joined live in studio by Jerry Kelly, Declan Wolf, Angela Newman, and John McCarthy. We're talking panto, we're talking music, we're talking improv. And actually, a conversation sparked off there, Jerry. You were asking who is doing the music for the improv panto because we were commenting on the fact that in the middle of the show, uh, completely unplanned and un- unprompted, maybe, I don't know, but, uh, you know, you can all break into song. You've never sung this song before. You are rhyming and making it up on the spot. Um, how does that all happen? Badly. <laughs> <laughs> like surprisingly, the next day I will often wake up and go, "Oh, yeah, that was a brilliant." That, like you, we the audience also decide where the show is set, so we know that we uh, the very first thing we do as a group is we go on and we're the villagers and we sing an opening number full on. Uh, it's been in Glanmire, it's been in Blarney Street, which was very specific, and last night it was in Skibbereen. So generally, you know that the chorus line is going to have something like that in it for that first song, and that's all you know. And and somehow the essence of that place name Dylan will kind of will somehow music evoke that and then we just yes the, the rhyme often happens doesn't have to happen it's more that you very quickly in those first like 20 seconds settle on four or five words as you go we can repeat this in a moment that's become our chorus um, and, and often genuinely the next but day I'm like you can't say that to each other that's no. the thing so like there's all this invisible communication I mean like are your eyebrows going into overdrive uh, you know, like you wouldn't want to be Botoxed <laughs> ahead of an improv performance how dare you <laughs> because you need to like there's so much sort of intercommunication that has to go on without the audience knowing it. You can't say, oh yeah, let that be a course. Everyone just has to kind of arrive at that understanding organically. Yeah, but there are, but there are things that you, like it's almost geometric. So that you, for, for example, last night it was Declan and uh, Laura Hart who and myself who were out initially, and Laura was in the middle of the stage. So we're, it's likely she's going to lead uh, with the song, and then we latched onto something, came together, and that you, you like physically as well. You're giving each other reminders that this is but now. Dylan the, has no idea what melody you're going to. No, no. This he is leads. Dylan how? Tell us, tell us about him. He's a genius. He's an absolute Blarney Street genius. He has music coursing through his very core, his whole fibre of his being. So what's he doing? He, he leads, the musician will lead, create the atmosphere, give us the tempo, give us the, the beat, and then we will try and destroy that in the best way possible. <laughs> no, Declan, you're doing us a disservice. Like, it's, it's, honestly, it's awful. Oh, no, I'm not. Um, he has a keyboard, he has a trumpet, he has a saxophone, he has lots of funny instruments I don't even know the name of. But incidental kind of background music can morph, in, you know, in a moment into, oh, he's picked a melody line out of that, or, or a backing line out of that. Um, yeah, I, I initially was blown away by it, and now I just take it for granted. We just assume. So you just have to go along if you want to figure out how Dylan does this magic. Exactly. Yeah. Because it is magic. It is, and I think the musician is probably the strongest improviser of the entire team. Sorry, that's what I think. Because the musician (laughs) has such a difficult job. Oh, yes, he is. (laughs) They're sending messages, they're sending rhythms, and they're keeping us in in shape. And it is that, because people often ask, you know, oh, you mustn't rehearse, but we do, because what you're doing is you're rehearsing those secret signals, you're rehearsing the structure, the bones. We call it a group mind so you're aiming that the team can communicate silently, the physically. Yeah, mm. because yeah. the idea of improv is to say yes. It's like a very healthy life choice. Okay, let's go with that because, um, you know, we've 
known for a good long time, Declan. Like improv is just one, one of your passions. It is your passion. Mm, and I is. know you've traveled all over the world taking part in symposiums and seminars and courses and training and festivals. And, uh, and he still can't do it, but he loves it. Ah, get away <laughs> out of that. But, you know, it, it is that say yes. It's like it's, it should be one of the mottos we all have in life, uh, but we're all too scared to take <laughs> risks. But that's what it is, it's about core? embracing the fear and it's about taking everything as an opportunity. So they often say that the mistake is going to be the gold down the line. And like a basket weaver, you weave the mistake into the pattern so it becomes something predictable and something that people can enjoy and latch onto and then remove the, the fear of failure. We like to say that, you know, failure fail is the first attempt in learning. And from that becomes opportunity because through fear, we say no. We say no all the time. Would you like to? No. And it, it stops you from, from growing and moving. But if you can say yes and open up your mindset, it can lead to such a, a healthy discovery of things you never knew you were capable for. Uh, I'm not a great rhymer, but I'll step on and I will, I'll give it my damnedest. Mm-hmm. And because you've got such a responsive audience that are full of cork love and you're honoring and mocking a great cork tradition of panto, it's that momentum that drives the show forward. That's my piece. But improv also kind of strips away the ego because you can arrive on the stage and think, oh yeah, it'll be this and oh yeah, gee, Chris, I could do that and this would be really cool. Someone, other character says something, you have to go with that. Regardless of what you've brought on, you know, you just have to keep inventing and, uh, you know, accepting what everyone else has put on the table immediately, isn't it? Yeah. There, there is this um, like ingredient though which I didn't know really until I was on stage which is that the audience all wanted to work everybody wanted to work Always. so you're when you yeah. move in the right in, in any direction there's huge support um, the only direction in which you're kind of not getting any support is if you go against what's happening so the yes it's about saying yes but also why you, there's nothing to say no to it's a blank page so mm-hmm. you're just like oh here we are I am suddenly doing this thing on the stage the, um, Dylan I asked him last night how what he what he is doing and he has these patches set up which might make more sense to, to someone like Jerry with Jerry's musical background but he has some pre-set things on his keyboard but he, he said last night I set them up about three months ago I don't really know until I press them what's going to come out of that thing <laughs> and he'll play over that so like that so yes he, he is he is improvising but for me I'm, Declan's mentioned fear a lot like it, risk with a kind of a tinge of joy is the kind of thing that I feel it's like wow what an opportunity there's 900 people we don't know what's going to happen yes I'm just going to go for that mm-hmm. r- rather than what what's going to go wrong it's it's what can we do uh, here tonight is really really exciting mm-hmm. Yeah, it's scary, you know, but great fun. I mean, I just can't wait to see it on Saturday night myself. Angela, I mean, I know, like, we have had uh, so many chats and conversations about drama and everything Mm. like that done through the years. And the nature of an awful lot of the performance that you do, even though it's prepared and scripted, you are a sort of very vulnerable to the audience kind of redirecting or interjecting or commenting, whether it's families coming along to things like hysterical histories because families and kids are going to tell you and speak yep. out of turn right mm-hmm. in the middle of something, aren't they? Absolutely. To the yeah. adult audience who, yes, you've got a script, but, uh, you know, they're all drinking coke as well. So. There's, there's, there's a fair few points had, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, 99% of the time, the things that get shouted back at us are just adding to the performance and it gives us something to feed off of. So it's really nice. Um, and we even had somebody last night who was just very upset for my character that I'd been wronged by the prince, you know, like, I mean, so every time I came on the stage, she was like, yes, girl. I was like, yeah, you know, so I, I just love it. I just thought it's just brilliant. It just yeah. adds to adds to the whole story and and sometimes we'll work it in you know like 10 minutes later we'll come back we'll point at that person and repeat back what they said because it works later on in the script and then it's 
it's a whole little joke that we have with this audience, this particular audience that we're never going to have again. So it's it's lovely in that respect, you know. So yes, you and can script it. something up the wazoo, but a live audience is a live audience at the end of the day. Every show is different, really. You know what I mean? It's just you're feeding off the energy from of the people. And like, like Declan had said, there's nothing like a Cork audience. They're unpredictable in the best possible way. They're phenomenal and they really do want to support you um and none of them want you to fail you know what i mean if you fail they fail with you you know so it's um it, the 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 emotion and the feeling when you come out i mean you've been to the adult panto several times like as soon as we open the door of the dressing room to walk onto that stage they're the whooping, yeah, whooping the cheering yeah, yeah, is yeah. it's unbelievable like as soon as the fire <laughs> announcement is off it's like wow you know <laughs> <laughs> and it's an incredible feeling and we have three newbies in the cast this okay. year. So we've got Kieran Birmingham who's done all of the pantos. He's yes. done the opera house, the Everyman, the improv. Um and I was trying to explain it to him. He was like, I, I don't really understand what you're saying and I was like, Kieran, you just you have to experience it. And the first night he was like, Oh my god, you're right. That like waft of love that you get when you when you come out of the dressing room. It's phenomenal. And we have um Andrew McCarthy this year, um and Roisin Spillan as well, and of course myself and Maria O'Donovan who've been there for a million years. She'll kill me for that. We're not old enough to be there for a million years, but um for the last fifteen years. Oh yes, years. you are. <laughs> I oh, know no, I'm she's not. not. <laughs> Your Christmas present's getting smaller by the second. Um but yeah. What so, Christmas present? None no, of you none of you could possibly have had a time or a chance no. to do shopping or preparation. If my family are listening, I absolutely have you all um under the tree. It's fine. <laughs> no um, Santa's looking after all of that. Yes. <laughs> Let's hope so. <laughs> Monday. Monday is my day off. That'll this, be the day we go shopping. There is actually a funny atmosphere, isn't there, about being a performer at Christmas because, you know, it's lots of people are kind of, yes, full belt into shopping and preparations, but the wind down mentally has begun in offices and places oh, yeah. all over the place. Not With ye, no. it's sort of, it's, it's frantic. <laughs> oh, mental. And like yeah. for years I was on tour right up to doing Panto and I was so organized because when I was on tour, I'd pick up like things from September onwards. No, not like, yeah. not, not when I'm here, you know, when I'm obviously running the Panto as well. I'm also the booking line, like nothing happens in December, you know, so it's, it's just, yeah, lastminute.com every year. Yeah, no matter how organized I try to be. And what about what about you, John? I mean, like, do do you feel organised this time of year, or do you feel it's going to be last minute? I have been um, disorganised this time of year all my life, regardless right. of whether <laughs> whether I'm in a panto or not. Um, so, if anything, actually, gives structure to 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 the to my time because we, we're weekends only, uh, three weekends in a row. So you kind of do feel by Tuesday, right? I, I need to get my act together now. So actually, it's helped me to be more organised than usual. I would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lucky Declan. Talks. Uh, Christmas for me is always a work period. Having mm. grown up, say, on the stage of the Opera House, that mm. you had two days off, you had Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Yeah. And mm. so my mindset for Christmas is a very unique one. And I think that comes from being a performer, particularly if you're involved in Panto. I think in the Opera House, they're doing something like 78 performances. Yeah, wow. crazy. And so it reconditions your brain to be like, this is a productive time, which brings a different kind of joy. I remember the first year I didn't have a show for the first time maybe in my entire life I maybe was I maybe I was in my early 30s uh, <laughs> finding yourself the shock <laughs> of having time at Christmas and then realising the things that people do like visit Christmas markets meet friends chat go for dinners that was totally unique yeah that doesn't happen no at all in our lives like no that's a January thing yeah <laughs> you know, it's a yeah. February thing yeah. really yeah. you know because I mean we run right up to the middle of January the opera house runs up to the end of January yeah. you know so it's it's uh it's a February thing. Like people yeah. know in my life not to call me, don't invite me anywhere. You know, I'll see you when the panto's done or you come into the panto and I'll see you afterwards. 
that's that's it. I don't, you know. Oh, don't I see. In February, after yeah. I've had a chance to yeah. recover. Yeah, exactly. Because nah, like June, the, June, the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll go on holiday. <laughs> yeah. Mon- Mondays are go- are good for musicians. This is usually the only yeah. night you can't get a gig. Mm. What? So yeah, Monday nights. Cork is changing that too. Yeah, you see. Yeah, yeah. but as a yeah. general rule, Monday nights are are quiet for Mon- in the yeah, music th- business. It's the only night we don't run yeah. is Monday night. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah. <laughs> for You're all days. insane. I'm going to take a quick break. We'll be back again after these. Quartz 96 FM and C103. The Arts House. With Griffin's Potatoes. For fantastic quality and great taste guaranteed. Choose Griffin's Potatoes. Purpinks and Roosters. Love how gentle that is. Really love that little piece from Haley Westerner there. And uh, if you are in fact a fan of sweetness and lots of that kind of celebration, then do join us next Sunday on the program because we'll be having a very special program for Christmas Eve morning with lots of choirs from all over Cork City and County uh, that we've been recording. I'm still going out, in fact. Tomorrow morning we're heading out recording, so can't wait to do that and bring them all to you next week. Now then, Connor, going to hand 
over the mic to you for something else that's coming up. Well, you were right about describing next week's show as a concert because it is going to be a concert of choirs. But there's another concert on as well tonight at five o'clock to half past six in the Church of the Incarnation. It's a Christmas concert featuring the Frankfield Gospel Choir and the Cork Light Orchestra supporting Feed Cork. So you just donate on the night, just turn up there, get to the Church of the Incarnation in Frankfield in Cork and that's at five o'clock. And the Frankfield evening. Gospel Choir is just yeah. phenomenal. We've had the whole lot of them actually yeah. in yeah. here singing in the studio. <laughs> uh, they're just incredible. So that's going to be a brilliant, brilliant evening. For, starting at five. Five o'clock, yeah. yeah. Okay. Now listen, if you're catching Indie Cork this week, I can't do the whole week, but I can tell you what's on today. At 11 o'clock, the Irish Shorts Part 4 is Love Conquers All. And then at half past one, there's a film called T- Ouch. I think it's about pleasure and pain. Yeah, yeah, pleasure and pain. Yeah. <laughs> Ouch. He just went. There's just two words. Those two words just don't work together. Anyway, at four o'clock, <laughs> Rebel Wife is the name of the film there. We'll move swiftly on from there. At six o'clock, we've got Verdigree, which was the best independent film in Galway Film Fla this year. And go and see that. It was highly spoken about when everybody came mm-hmm. into the show a couple of weeks ago. But I'll just leave you with half past eight. It's a film that I'd love to go and see this evening. It's called Till Love Us Do Part. And it's about a 30-year-old college lecturer, Shu, from China, who falls madly in love with a theatre director, Fan, in Prague during a work trip to Europe. But with a fiancé and a decent middle-class life waiting for her back in China, she faces a dilemma. Interesting story. Okay, catch Good that. old love story. That's, to say. That's, that's all I want, anyway. I love it. Now, speaking of improvisation and music and all of that, there are actually a lot of geniuses out there in the musical world. And they're all getting together at five o'clock in the pavilion to do reactions. Some great names. You'll know them all. Some great local names. Harry Moore, uh, Danny McCarthy, Tony Langua, one of the founder members of the Indie Cork. Catch that. It's a great gathering altogether. I know there's something else that I did spot that I do want to get out. Now, we know that the uh, Irish Examiner did a fantastic supplement this week with 30 Cork Books of the Year. And you cannot go wrong with books for Christmas. And I thought I would get out to Inishannon to be chatting to Alice Taylor because I know it's kind of like it'd be a Christmas tradition at this stage to chat to her about the book for Christmas but I know she is amongst those writers who was being celebrated over the course of that particular supplement with 30 incredible incredible writers and could I also give a very special mention to if you're looking for children's books Lena Angland is another Cork author who's brought out her very first children's book this year it's called Ellie and the Fairy Door and uh, you have this lovely little doty girl called Ellie who loses a tooth but things go a little bit pear-shaped between the Tooth Fairy and a very naughty leprechaun. And so, you know, for a debut book, it's been going down really, really well. want to wish her all the very best of luck with that. But definitely Cork Books and Cork Authors, a great one again to fill the stockings for the course of the next week. Yeah, and that's your improv for this week as well, okay? <laughs> <laughs> We're joined in studio by Jerry Kelly, Declan Wolf, Angela Newman and John McCarthy chatting about all things Christmas and pantos and as Jerry is talking to us about the Lord Mayor's Tea Dance which is the last Sunday of January but which people traditionally have picked up a ticket for as Christmas presents. So Jerry, just to remind people again, yeah. people can get that ticket which in is only 10 euro. 10 euro in Pro Music at Oliver Plunkett Street and if you're if you can't get there, just go on the internet, check out, uh, you know, Cork Pops Orchestra, Lord Mayor's Tea Dance, and we'll get a ticket to you. And remember, we were talking about courage here this morning, you know, the courage to improvise and this, that and the other. Why don't you get up the courage 
to invite somebody to the tea dance. batting your eyelids in my direction. Declan and John, let's remind people about the last handful. Like literally, it's Friday night has sold out. The last two chances to get to the Improv Panto, which is on the stage of Cork Opera House, takes mm. to the stage after uh, the main panto comes down. Ye kick off. We never know what it's going to be. You don't know what it's going to be. How can people get their tickets for Thursday and Saturday? Uh, Cork Opera House website at corkoperhouse.ie yeah. 10.30 is the, the starting time and uh, yeah, get them. It's going to be brilliant. As for you, Angela, and the whole team for the adult panto where you know what's going to happen but the audience need to get their skates on. Handful of performances left and people can t- pick up their tickets for that at uh, pantotickets.org it's Sleeping Beauty the adult panto this year and we do actually have some tickets for tonight so the show starts at 8.30 but you'd want to get your skates on because I think there's like six tickets left for this evening Okay, and then the rest of the tickets are left are for after Christmas and into January so again great Christmas presents and people can pop 100%, them in 100% yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah, nice stocking fillers I don't know how you all came in this hour of the morning I have to say a huge huge thank you <laughs> to all of you bravo bravo and wish you all a happy uh, finish to the run and a brilliant Christmas guys thank you so much Thank, Thank you. you. Happy Join Christmas. us next Sunday for Christmas Eve morning. Lots of choirs and the voices of Cork. We'll chat to you then. Cork's 96FM and C103. The Arts House. With Griffin's Potatoes. For fantastic quality and great taste guaranteed. Choose Griffin's Potatoes. Purpinks and Roosters.